stop being limited. It is time to be limitless. And that starts with you, with your breath, with every interaction. So start seeing the light, the joy, the gifts in everything and everyone. Are you ready to boost your longevity and unlock peak performance? Welcome to the Longevity and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Claudia van Berzelaga, longevity and peak performance coach. Each week, we'll explore groundbreaking science, unravel longevity secrets, share strategies to grow younger, and stay up to date with world-class health and peak performance pioneers. Everything you need to live longer, live better, and reach your fullest potential. Ready to defy aging, optimize health, and promote peak performance? Visit llinsider.com for more. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Thank you so much for your support as it helps keep our content free for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Inside Tracker. Do you want to join me and have more healthy years? Not just a longer life, but the ability to do things you love in your 60s, 70s, 80s and beyond? Inside Tracker can help you optimize your health span so you live healthier longer. Something, as you know, I'm a huge advocate for. They do this by providing personalized plans based on your body's data. Inside Tracker tests your blood, DNA, and can sync with your fitness tracker. Then provide clear, science backed recommendations like nutrition, exercise, supplement, and lifestyle recommendations. Inside Tracker recently added hormone testing to their plan, which already includes important markers like APOB, the heart health indicator, vitamin D, magnesium, cortisol, and many more. They cover 47 biomarkers in total. You can also test your DNA and even get your inner age, which is a biological age calculation, along with recommendations on how to lower your inner age. Inside Tracker is offering you, dear audience, a special deal. Get 20% off by going to my link, insidetracker.com slash Claudia20 to get the deal. That's insidetracker.com slash Claudia20. And now back to the show. My guest today is Noah Aoun, or also known as Pavel Stuchlik, an expert in transformation, self-realization, and harmonious living. I had the pleasure of meeting Pavel at an event recently, which we'll talk about in our interview, and I was so inspired by his work that I had to share with you, dear audience, about it too, because we're all about biohacking and optimization, but there's an important component that we forget about, and we'll talk about that today. Pavel is an international conscious DJ producer, a serial impact seven-figure entrepreneur, an investor, certified ambassador of peace, and a Wim Hof instructor. Noah has a unique and diverse set of skills that he brings to his workshops, immersive experiences, retreats, and lectures. His teachings integrate ancient wisdom with modern science and technology to provide simple daily routines that can help you achieve unity, love, and joy in your life. Please enjoy. Welcome to the Longevity and Lifestyle Podcast, Pavel. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to have this time with you. And in context for everyone, Pavel is just or Noah, also known as Noah, but he's just finished an eight-hour workshop and he's still come on. So thank you again so much for taking the time to speak despite a very, very full day that you've had. And um, just for context, people listening, if you hear a little bit of background noises, um, Pavel's found the quietest space at the hotel he could find. So just bear with us uh, if you hear a few things in the background. So I had the pleasure of meeting Pavel recently at a biohacking conference at an event um, actually in the evening. And just to set context of it. During the day at the conference, there were these ecstatic screams almost happening from a bunch of people. When I went over to the balcony and looked down what was going on, you have to imagine um, a huge bunch of people with headphones on, eye masks, super happy dancing, all (laughs) curated and and correlated by, by, by Pavel. And I was like, wow, this is so exciting. And then in the evening at the event, I was talking to somebody a professional, um, and she was saying that this was the most life-changing experience she's ever had. And she was describing it to me as well. And then we had the pleasure of meeting. So all in all, audience, I'm so excited that you get the chance to meet Pavel now, and I'm so excited to have you on. So as a little context about this exciting work that you're doing, and I'd love to start with the topic of hacking longevity through consciousness. So what does this mean, Pavel? And 
how does it work? What do you what do you do with this? Let's start with this whole journey through self transformation that I think everybody's on, and and more intensely, especially in these last few years. You know, yes. when health became such a huge uh, topic, mm-hmm. and so in a simple term. Um, I've been uh, biohacking for about seven years. And um, in this process, I've been learning about myself and I, I've spent over half a million dollars in this to realize what does that mean to my life. And I was sick. I was depressed. I was unhappy. I had autoimmune issue, chronic fatigue. I literally was sick every two weeks. And it's something that actually ended my uh, professional cycling career which in early phases, I actually race bikes uh, all over the world. And um, in this process, so I've literally followed the footsteps of Ben Greenfield, Dave Asprey, I mean, anybody from Dr. Mercola, uh, you know, Dr. Hyman. And I was like, okay, if this is the path, let me take this on. Let me figure out for myself, what can I do? And I spent essentially the last 15 years of traveling the world and learning from some of the most sought out leaders, uh, gurus, uh, healers, I mean, psychics, I literally uh, went on a crazy quest. And in this process, you know, that journey started with the physical body. I hacked my, you know, food sensitivities, my sleep, my nutrition. And uh, then I moved into my mind, where I had all of these limited self beliefs about myself and about the life I'm living. And, you know, my ego was not working, you know, for me, it was working against me, which a lot of people, you know, find in uh, today's life. And uh, when I start really facing my thoughts, I move into my emotions. So I've noticed on this path that, you know, if we don't face traumas, if we don't face past relationships and hurdles, we can't really experience this deep creativity uh, we are meant to, you know, live this joy and happy feelings we're meant to have. And so then in that, per- in that journey, I moved into the spirit. So I actually created this thing called me, we, and be. So after all of these things, I've actually simplified biohacking to just dim down version of what aspect of us that we are, you know, living in. Now, the me is the individual consciousness made up of your body, mind, emotions, and spirit. Now, Let's talk about spirit because that was your question and how I hacked consciousness. So what I've noticed is that I can know every hack in the world. I can follow every science in the world, but it's all subjective to the masses, to the group. And it's also subjective to what the science wants uh, to be showing you. And, you know, 90% of science is made on men. And so what about the women in the world? And so in this process, I spent one month with the psychics in Brazil. So I flew myself into Brazilian village where it's all mediums and empaths. And I mean, it's as wildly woo-wee-wow as you can imagine. <laughs> where where and, is it know, in Brazil out of interest? Is it's, it... uh, it's close to Abajanya where Joan of God used to uh, perform his, his healing. And I've been there as well, but, you know, he's got a little bad rep now with, uh, with the things that, you know, came through. But anyways, so... I go in there and I know all of these things somewhat already, right? Like what to do to optimize your health. But I was blown away uh, to knowing that there's actually, you know, five physical senses that the physical body has. And so, you know, think of the body as the hardware. There is the mind, which is the software. And this is why, you know, we got to reprogram the mind to work for us and to connect and integrate with the physical. But then there is this whole spiritual side of us which, you know, whatever we call it, psychic senses, spiritual gifts, or inner gifts. Intuition. Intuition, you know, many different, you know, forms that actually is what we're meant to be listening to. Mm -hmm. So the psychics told me, you know, leave your five senses behind, and we're going to open up your connection to this higher self. So, Mm -hmm. you know, this has been, you know, overly, uh, I think, uh, named with many different names. But when I say higher self, I'm talking about the original source energy that gave you life at birth and it will take that life away when we die. Life force, mana, prana, chi, you know, whatever we might call it. Mm -hmm. Now, this life force communicates with us through four senses. Mm -hmm. Now, there is that psychic hearing, seeing, knowing, and feeling. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody has this. And this is why I love talking about this in, in, in today's world. Uh, I'm actually, I have a psychic series coming out as like a, a interactive learning course. 
because it's incredible how this has been, this information has been taken away from us, you know, to live this limited, fearful life instead of limitless, you know, joyful, loving life. Now, let's talk about the senses a little bit. So first thing first, let's uh, unbuckle the psychic hearing. It's the little whisper that we all have that is always having our back. It has our highest interest. So I'm going to give you a few examples. It's the whisper saying, you know, stop watching Netflix at night. Maybe (laughs) stop drinking alcohol. Start working out. You know, what is the last time that you took care of yourself and spend time with yourself? So that voice is quite silent, but everybody has it. Now, that voice gets overblown by the ego or the mind, the the software we've talked about. Mm -hmm. Now, in our life, you know, we want to do whatever feels good, right? We we tend to, uh, you know, reach for things that are quick results. And the so dopamine effect. Important, <laughs> dopamine effect, yes. And to rebuild that, that's a whole nother story. Pathway, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. now, here's the deal. How we strengthen this muscle is through acknowledgement. So if you hear that voice telling you to stop watching Netflix at night, mm-hmm. you first acknowledge it. Thank you. I heard that. And then what you're going to do about that, which is you're going to turn it off and follow that, uh, you know, guidance. Take action. Mm-hmm. Now, the action. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've noticed is at first, this was like a concept that I, you know, thought was awesome. And I did know I have this voice. But what happened when I started listening to the voice? It changed my whole life around. Because you know, just because we know all about biohacking, you know, what's good for our physical body, for instance, it doesn't mean that that's what you need to do at that particular time. So for example, you know, if you're always intermittent fasting, and if you always just follow supplements, you know, there's times that you need to weave in and weave out. But how do we tune in to actually hear this divine or higher part of us? You know, it starts with the hearing. Now, everybody has two or or three more prominent ones. So some people don't even hear the voice. And this is why it's a good segue uh, to talk about the psychic or inner seeing. Now, this could be uh, a a vision projection right inside of your head. This could also be lucid dreaming. Uh, This can also be some people really understand their dreams. But let me dim it down to an entrepreneur, for example. Somebody that has a vision to create a new product, new business, new idea that has never been created yet, they see it before it comes. So that's the psychic scene. And again, we acknowledge it. Thank you. I saw that. Strengthen the muscle and follow that. The third one is the empaths, psychic feeling. And it comes from your solar plexus and it extends into your hands. And so this is what's used in Reiki and healing. You know, you're, you're connecting with that, that, that uh, feeling part of yourself. And, you know, empaths, they usually say it doesn't, something doesn't feel right. Or, you know, this decision just is not my decision. And um, I'll give you an example. If you go to a room and there was a fight, you know, somebody really fought hard, then, you know, something doesn't feel right. And that's when we're using the psychic feeling. And uh, the final one, is the knowing or intuition. This is something that is the hardest one to discern because of the mind, because of the ego can get into the way. And also our, you know, what we actually want to, you know, achieve uh, might not be, you know, exactly what we achieving, yeah. aligned. <laughs> yeah. And so that is when you knew that that person would cheat on you. You mm-hmm. knew that that business partner wasn't the right choice. You mm-hmm. knew you shouldn't have gone to the party. Now, mm-hmm. how you discern this Uh, The easiest way is when you think you don't know, when you know you don't think. Because when you start thinking, you go back into that mind. When you think you don't know, you know you don't think. Yes, when you know, you do not think. You don't require thinking. Okay, so that knowing is when you're not actually thinking, it's just you know it. You haven't thought about it. it. Yes. Uh Okay, got it. But when you start thinking about it, that's when you jump back. And this is why it's good. Mm -hmm. You know, some people use muscle testing. You know, it's another way to to test. Mm -hmm. But that's just the testing or verifying. Now, if we want to get unlimited information from the source, this is when the life starts really working for us. Mm -hmm. So to bring it back to longevity, right? Now for me, when I wake up, I ask these senses, you know, is this exercise the right thing to do for me? You know, Mm -hmm. should I be meeting, you know, this person? 
what mm-hmm. and and then of course you got to listen to it you got to follow it and you got to build the relationship with it as if it's your best friend and just like a gym you know you go to a gym you build your muscles and without that time to spend this is when meditation breath work and slowing everything down is a key component because life is like a piano keynote you know we can resonate at the high note we can also resonate at the low note and if we think of it as simple as you know the good choices and bad choices or the 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 high choices and and low choices you know it all comes from somewhere right and if we just follow our monkey brain our mind then we're limited to what we've learned in the past projecting into the future so this is when you can step outside and start recreating a new life that is not based on limited mindset and this is when life becomes you know this massive amount of longevity because you're either regenerating with your choices with your actions with your thoughts or you're degenerating and this is when you know physical body is just one aspect of you and so this is why you know calling that in to every presence of your life is going to change your life forever so exciting to dig in and i want to hear about some of the transformations that you've seen and also for yourself as well but before we do, just one really important point with this slowing down and carving out space. We're all so busy. We're all distracted all the time. How do you recommend or how do you help people? Today, you were saying you did the workshop with all these CEOs, right? Like super busy, running companies, growing businesses, families, whatever other commitments everyone has. What are some of the key practices that have helped you and that you teach and help people to be able to slow down? Yes. So number one, it all starts with breath. Breath is what you're born with. Breath is what you die with. What you do between first breath and last breath is what determines the quality of your life. So if there's one tool, it starts now. So just observe your breath. You know, there has been scientifically proven that if you do this five and a half seconds on inhale through your nose, five and a half seconds on exhale out your notes. First of all, your heart rate variability will go up, your stress will go down, and you're going to be operating in more of that coherent state of being. Mm -hmm. And second of all, so I call this actually the instant presence tools that I like to use all throughout. So Mm -hmm. it starts with the breath, observing your breath in every situation while you're listening, while you're driving, whenever you're going, watch it. And if you forget, it's okay. Just come back to it. Don't put any pressure, you know, on that. The -hmm. second part is body awareness. So, you know, ask yourself, where am I? You know, because most people are in their head, are on their phone, are somewhere outside of their body. And if we live our whole life outside of ourselves, then who do we, who are we? You know, who do we even know where all of these decisions are coming from? We're literally gone. (laughs) But that's the thing. We're gone all the time. You know, mm-hmm. we have been getting lost in Instagram, in emails, in meetings. And so, so when you bring this breath back and then you, when you relax, so the most important part is just staying relaxed mm-hmm. and being aware of your whole body. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine these b- bubbling champagne bubbles all around yourself. So when you're inhaling, you don't just inhale with your nose, you inhale with your entirety of yourself. That so like allows you to relax. <laughs> yes. So that way, like every, well, you know, you, you basically not in like a real, real action like this. I would just say, you just imagine it as if you're breathing through every pore of your skin. Mm-hmm. And that way it keeps you in check to stay relaxed. Because what happens is when we give power out to the external, we mm-hmm. stop breathing, we shallow breathe and we tense up. And then we go into fight or flight for no reason. Mm-hmm. And so to keep that outside of the fight or flight, to be in that rest and digest um, parasympathetic nervous system, we all it all starts with breath, body awareness. And then here's the third one. Can you pay attention to the, the silence beneath the noise? Mm-hmm. So let's say that you're in Times Square or Hyde Park for, for, the, for, the, uh, for the UK purpose. Um, you know, you are in a busy street, maybe subway. You know, my favorite thing to do, even in the stadiums, for example, is observing the silence underneath the noise. It's this beautiful way to take you back, to stay in that slower vibration. So that way you bring the power back to you. And then every life is not just unfolding around you, but for you. Mm -hmm. So that's one step that I try to take as often as I can 
throughout the day. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Thank you so much for your support as it helps keep our content free for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Prolon. If you want the health benefits of fasting, such as healthy aging, weight loss, energy, and mental clarity, while still being able to eat, Prolon's fasting-mimicking nutrition products are for you. Prolon is the first and only clinically tested, doctor-recommended fasting nutrition program based on over 20 years of research and developed by the Longevity Institute at the University of Southern California in collaboration with 17 other prestigious universities. I'm a fan of the Prolon 5-Day Fasting Nutrition Program. It's primarily primarily plant-based, non-GMO food is shown to rejuvenate your body's cells the same way fasting would. And if done three times per year, can reverse your biological age by 2.5 years. Check out Prolon's five-day fasting nutrition program and subscribe to do the program every four months for the best results by going to prolonlife.com. That's P-R-O-L-O-N-L-I-F-E dot com. And for you, dear audience, get 20% off with code CLAUDIA20 at checkout today. And now back to the show. So beautiful. Yeah, this this presencing, like the power of now and just coming back in, coming to the body and through the, the breath as well. So yeah, thank you for sharing those. Let's talk about some of the transformations. Um, so I love your model. I love the how sim- the simplicity the simplicity of it essentially, but it's just so profoundly powerful. What are some transformations that has happened for you, but then also for people that you've worked with? I have failed, you know, every relationship. I have failed everything you can possibly imagine. I mean, like I went from making millions to literally be homeless and have nothing, be fasting for days and nights because I lost it all through the decisions that I've made. And so in this process, it was brutal. I was playing ping pong. I was playing left and right. Good days, bad days, highs and lows. And I had enough. Which, by the way, the meaning of Noah Aeon, it symbolizes duality. Noah means movement. Aeon is all or none. And it symbolizes a way to go back into harmony, go into center, go into that place where you're no longer bounded to duality, where you have these jumps, where you actually face your traumas, face your issues, face your mind, face your health problems, and then move above that where you live in harmony, health, and happiness. It's the triple H effect that we, we call that you receive from, you know, our experiences. Now, you know, we work with thousands of people around the world throughout these years. And the amount of effect that we've been able to cultivate is immense because it's simplicity that needs to come back to our life. You know, people always ask me, what's your best biohack? And I say to unhack everything you've ever known about everything and tune into the source because then you're truly, you know, spirit hacking, so to speak. Now. <laughs> You know, in this transformation, um, you know, I've identified that me, we, and be model. So me is the individual consciousness. We is the collective consciousness, which can be brought into environment and into your relationships. So anything that affects you on, on, on the group part. And then B is the supra consciousness. You know, how did we get here? If the universe was created 13.5 billion years ago, you know, what made us come here, right? There's a higher aspect of us. Now we operate on all three levels all the time. And what I've noticed in this process is that there's really just like four steps to this transformation. So for me, it was first the awakening. I woke up that my relationships are not working. I woke up that my mind is in a horrible state. Uh, my physical body was unhealthy. So I basically took that mini weeby. I've broken down my life into these segments. I did a real life assessment. And then first I woke up. So that's the awareness. Simple state is let's say that you go and take blood work and then you are low on vitamin D, right? Something very simple. That's the wake up phase that you have a data to you know, start with. The second phase is the cleanup process. This is when you got to let it go. And I was hard with letting things go. I thought that I have to keep it all and also add on, but it is not how it works. I got smacked left and right on every possible way because, you know, I had to let go of old business partners and old uh, friendships and old, you know, thoughts and limited belief system. So it's also easiest way is if you're heavy on environmental toxins, you purge it out, you detox, right? Before you introduce the third phase, which is the power up. So it's a um, uh, wake up, clean up, power up. And in power up phase, this is when if you are low on vitamin D, you supplement vitamin D. This is when you bring new relationships, new habits, new thoughts. 
So then you go through this cycle until you hit the fourth part, which is the rest up and repeat. So in the fourth stage of this journey, you got to unhook from everything. So if you do not unhook at least once a week from your phone, from your computer, from your families and friends, then how do you know who you are, right? We are so obsessed by doing, by constant being busy and busy and busy that we essentially keep on having these voices telling us, you know, find your passion, find your purpose, do something, you know, different today. But we are not listening. And if we don't listen long enough, cancers, car crashes, you know, this is when dramatic events happen in our life because we have been ignoring this for so long that something's got to come. So in order for us to not get sick, to not get all of these things, this is when, so for me, once a week, I unhook from everything and everyone, turn everything off. And then I go inside into a thinking with vacation, so to speak. So I rethink, reassess, how do I want my life you know, to be going forward? Then once a month, I take three to four days completely off to create this bigger block, bigger distance. And once a year, I go and spend 10 days in dark room with no food in the middle of Thailand, where I literally, uh, you know, completely uh, go in and realign my life for going forward. I've now done it four times. So I know, I want to hear all about days. this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we're going to, let's dig into that in a second. Decide to drop. I just want to say, so it's once a week, you take a day off or how many hours do you take off? The full day. So there's the no cell phone. Day. There's no uh-huh. computer. Uh-huh. And uh, I, first part of the day, I spend just with myself. The second mm-hmm. part of the day, I connect with uh, my kids, uh, my partner and mm-hmm. loved ones. So, you uh-huh. know, it's it's also, we've got to find the balance, right? How to spend physical, time with them. Physical, right? So you're not calling anybody. It's like whoever's there. <laughs> with them. Yeah. You got it. And also, uh, I spend time with creativity, you know, reading, education, anything that I want to bring back, the good food, you know, for the mind, for the emotions and for the, for the physical. Yeah. And then, yeah, once a month, it's something a little bit longer. I love going to cabin or unhook somewhere where there's no, uh, you know, access to anything. Yeah, And, you know, it's hard at first. It's hard to find this time. But if I don't do it, I forget about who am I. And that's the deep question that many mystics have been questioning for, you know, thousands of years. Yeah. And and the power would come from it. And and this was our part of our conversation we were having as you were DJing at the same time, (laughs) which we haven't even gotten to. Um, And you were filling me in on this, like, mind exploding amazing things that you're doing and so I was like okay we have to have a deeper conversation about this and so that the third part so we've got the once a week which I absolutely love some people call it digital detox but I think you go above and beyond with that reconnecting with self because we're so busy and you know I have a daily meditation practice but it's short and life is busy and just having a full day um is is just phenomenal so these are my new goals and then the once a, a month to find three to four days at the moment definitely feeling different but again, something to aim for. And then this once a year. So tell us about this once a year. How did it come to pass of you going to a dark cave in the <laughs> only drinking water, no food? Where did the original idea come from? Or how did you how did it come to pass? And then why have you made this a, a yearly practice? It actually came through a Drumville Melchizedek workshop. So I attended this opening illuminated heart workshop about 12 years ago, I mean, very far, uh, you know, ago. Mm -hmm. And essentially what happened was they were talking about all of these concepts and all of these amazing, you know, things in the workshop. But one of the prominent things was this healing with darkroom, how, you know, ancient uh, cultures have been using darkroom, you know, to heal, to also see. I mean, there is a, I think it's called Kobe's in, uh, in Colombia that actually keep their kids until the age of 20 or 21 in dark room, just bring them out enough so they don't lose sight. And they call them the people that know, the ones in knowing. It's mind-blowing. But what really stood out for me is that uh, there's this amazing lady that's been my mentor that I've had so much work with. Her name is Jast Muhin, and she's from Australia. And she is breatharian. She only is nourished by prana. And uh, at first, you know, I didn't go there because I want to get initiated into this pranic lifestyle, but it happened as a side effect where it took me two weeks after the 10 days of not eating before I became hungry again because of the lifestyle that I was living. So mind-blowing. And I know what you're thinking. This is out there as far as it gets. And let me tell you, until I had a personal experience 
to actually really, this is real, this is possible. It's incredible. So you live this lifestyle where you keep your, your, your high note really high. And basically you're fasting until you don't reach the full 100% pranic nourishment. So what you're doing, I, people have to rethink that altogether because we are actually eating when we're there all the time, but a different source of food. And that is the original source, the love, life, chi, mana, you know, many, many mystics call it many different ways, but it is possible. And it starts with, you know, eating less, you know, finding more liquid diet. It starts with removing all of the toxicity and, and pesticides and, and, you know, MSG out of our diet. So that way you can lighten up enough and live this lifestyle that will make you stop eating so much. So for me now, by the way, I eat about once a day, max, and the rest is liquid diet. And again, it's, uh, it's, it takes time to meditate. It's time I, I live this eight-point lifestyle no matter where I go. And uh, that really helps me you know, stay afloat, keep the energy high. So I want to touch on a point you were talking about. Um, and I, this is something I've been working on personally as well, like more tapping intuition, in, into intuition, learning to trust it, learning to listen to it as well. And it definitely is a process, especially when we become so rationalized in our mind and we use our mind for everything. And I have some friends that are super attuned that really like hear their intuition, like very loud and clear. Um, and so for some people maybe saying, you know, I'd love to listen to my intuition more, but I don't hear it or it's not there. or Like, I don't think it's there. What are some tools and strategies would you recommend for practicing it? You talked about like acknowledging it, saying thank you. But if someone's like, you know, I'm trying, but I don't hear anything. What are what are some suggestions you have when people for people? So it's all about brain waves that we're actually that we're in. So if we look at it from more of the neuroscientific pathway, right? We're either in beta and we're in a high beta, which is that you know active busy. brain, mind, anxiety, busy. Uh, you know, it's it's we're always on the edge, right? In this in this uh, in this beta frequency. Now, if we're constantly in beta, the doing and the having to continue being busy then we're not going to hear it. So this is when, you know, meditation and specifically breath work really does the, the, its its work because it bypasses that monkey brain when you, you know, do enough rounds. And, um, you know, something, by the way, we can give is a on-demand library with this recording. So anybody that uh, wants to, you know, go on this journey will we'll have it uh, at, at no cost. And um, essentially... Uh, what happens is when you do meditation, right? You kind of first drift into that alpha. So alpha state is a one step closer to God or to universe. And what alpha, you know, can do, that's that creative side of us. You know, this is when we're ready to tackle the world, but not from this busy, busy overdoing, but more from that state of being. Then you've got theta, and this is when it starts getting interested. That's the restorative, uh, you know, subconscious mind which especially through breath and even longer meditations can be accessed. And here's the thing, when you are in meditation and you're like, am I there yet, right? We're still in the brain. So this is why it really takes that trigger to get out of that brainwave. And this is also why, you know, there's a lot of tools uh, like Neurovisor, BrainTap, you know, there's a lot of different uh, tools out there you can also use to help you hack that. Yeah. Now, when you hit theta, uh, you could have a 10-minute theta experience and it replaces an hour of sleep. You know, yoga nidra is something that has uh, been practiced and believed that, you know, 20 minutes of yoga nidra will give you two hours of sleep. So this is when you can start accessing this communication. Now, of course, throughout the day, if you're aware of your breath, if you work with the, with, with, uh, the body awareness, you're in a relaxed state, you're going to be much more inherent to here and creating space and pauses between meetings, between calls, even just three seconds. You know, you inhale uh, for, let's say that six, you exhale for six, you pause, you hold your breath, just anything that will pause your monkey brain and that will bring you back into body. You're going to start having, you know, this, these senses come through. Now, not everybody can hear. So it's also important to not be hard on yourself because you might, it might come from the most interesting ways at first. And being aware enough in this process is really the key. 
And that's why I teach the instant presence so much because it's the levels of awareness that you bring into every moment. And so, you know, getting, if you've never done a deep breath work session, you know, do it. I highly advise you because it is going to, you know, open this thing up. And then constant practice and coming back is also going to do that. So, you know, long story short, I think these are good short tips. And then I think uh, the rest would be that lifestyle, the A-point lifestyle that, um, you know, you want to live. So can you explain the work that you're doing now? Um, you've been, you're on high demand, flying around the world, um, transforming people's lives. But how are you doing that? Can you talk about that? Yeah. So after those 15 years, I took the tools that actually work and that had a scientific backing behind them. So that way for our analytical mind, uh, we have, you know, both sides. So I think one thing that we found a sweet spot in is that what we're doing is not weird. I mean, it's fun, right? You see people who have fun, they scream, they laugh, they dance. And, you know, that's about life. We stopped having fun, you know? And so just to simply don't see this meditation as this deep regimen that I have to do every day, you know, let it flow. This is when the feminine needs to come through, you know, our life and rebalance the both sides of the masculine and feminine. So we know when to be forcing things and, and when to be directing things, but we also know when to dance and when to have fun and when to be creative. And so in the work that we do, we have basically a kind of like a menu. So there is this system reset tools, which is anything from the breath, dance, meditation. I call it the BDM. And I come from the EDM. And so we were like, how do we, uh, you know, reconfigure this? And I find a secret recipe in this combination. It really works. So you do the deep work, breath work at first. You face all of these emotions and thoughts and people through the work. And then you go and celebrate and dance and manifest just like the ancient tribes. You know, the ancient tribes of Africa, they dance for rain. They dance for uh, food. They dance for a good season of harvesting. And I love that because you literally can manifest through that. And then the meditational part, you know, we ground it back in. We come back to earth because to live a successful life here, you know, it's not about being this high achiever and then have no life. It's about balancing, you know, the spiritual, the physical, the mental, the relational, you know, all of that. So in System Reset, we do immersive experiences anywhere from one to four hours. And uh, we also do conscious raves where we literally take people on a deep aesthetic dance journey, which we call the XTC, getting ecstatic. Um, then we also have hybrid breath work, a combination of many different breaths uh, to achieve, you know, mental and emotional resilience. And then we also have something called sensory seduction, where we blindfold people. We do a cooking show. We have like a culinary experience. And people are taken on a new conscious way of, you know, dining. And, uh, and it goes on uh, with the, you know, immersive stuff. Then we've got our workshop, which is like a full day, something that we did here in uh, Kuala Lumpur today. And then we have retreats. So anything from, you know, three day all the way to 10 day retreats. And in those, we combine anything from plant medicine, medical biohacking retreats that are more based on stem cells, exosomes, ozone, as well as uh, we have the Wim Hof style retreats. It's a cold immersion. We take people through brutal, you know, week of, uh, of ice. And then finally, we have the system reset retreat, which is a combination of a little bit of everything. Which is really phenomenal. So I'm I'm excited to try some of these as well, Pablo. We have to <laughs> connect when the next ones are, and uh, I I need to to go on a few more too. So what have been some of the most profound moments for you, where you feel like you've had an exponential growth or transformation? Like knowing the tools, knowing what you're teaching. I feel like you know Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. Um, for me personally, I think my philosophy where I'm getting to is that actually in our lifetime we go through several cycles of it, because with every new layer or level that we attain we set then a new belief system but then we learn more and then we break that system and and we go on to on our path to then learn new insights to then go and teach those as well so what have been some of those biggest transformations or biggest insights that you've had since being on this transformed path yeah so i would call those the pivotal moments right that kind of like where the the transitional so I think my uh, first pivotal moment uh, was uh, when I was about 17 years old. I uh, wanted to become a professional athlete, but I uh, you know, didn't have the means properly to do it. 
And my dad literally gave me a choice. You either go to school and your life is paid for, or you do your little cycling thing and you're going to have to figure it out. And so in that process, I actually started my first business and I started trading between Alibaba and eBay. This is before Alibaba was what it is, carbon bike frames. Now in this, I actually became professional athlete as well as I used all of the travel to basically sell my carbon frames to all these bike shops. And it led me into this pivotal moment that I got sick. And I basically, uh, I instead of recovering after seven hour bike rides and races, I was on a COVID factory and I was building this business and I was like, where's the dropship and where's the shipment? And it grew uh, so much so that I actually collapsed in the Czech national race. So I literally was racing and I woke up in the hospital and my body shut down completely. Chronic fatigue, Epstein-Barr, CMV virus. I literally was like the host of all of these, uh, you know, things because the, you know, immune system was was gone (laughs) from, from the cycling. And essentially, I had to quit. And so I fell into massive depression. I had a huge uh, amount of depression. I had a suicidal thoughts. I mean, I was fried. And it led me to move to America to basically start a new chapter, which was the next, you know, entrepreneur uh, age of myself. And, uh, you know, in a long story short, I ended up finding something called Orange Theory Fitness, uh, which is a high-intensity interval trading training with uh, Harry Monitor. And uh, I was this kid, I was 22 years old, walked in there and I um, essentially, you know, was asked, uh, in two days, if you can figure this out, we're going to give you uh, the state of Georgia rights. And it was their polite way, I think, to, you know, say, fuck off, (laughs) you're not going to, you're not going to, you know, do it. And I was able to, figure this out. I was able to find the funds, move to Atlanta and, you know, start this, this business that within six months became the fastest growing region in the entire country. And so then I teamed up with the president, with a CEO, and I, uh, you know, build locations from New York all the way to Hawaii. And so at the peak, I had about hundred locations under my belt, uh, with massive amount of, you know, employees. And that was my second pivotal moment. I was depressed again. I was sick and tired of making, you know, all of these money and all of these things. And and it just wasn't, you know, I, I wanted more. The quest kept on going for what does true meaning of life is? And uh, is this it? You know, are we supposed to just, you know, hack this game and have all this success and for what? And so during this time, you know, I was drinking a lot. I got into different drugs and I was, uh, you know, living this crazy life flying private jets and wasting all of my all of my money in this process and you know i did commit myself as an entrepreneur that every three months i'm going to do something ridiculous something out of comfort zone and so that's by the way what led me to wim hof that's what led me to dark room that's what led me to a samurai camp in japan i wow. i learned how to be a samurai as well as uh it uh you know led me to to brazil and so in this I walked into the dark room for the first time. And this is about seven years ago, this busy entrepreneur that wanted to leave my cell phone behind. And it wasn't until day seven, I lost it. I started crying and crying. And I finally felt myself for who I am, not for who I am not. And for the first time, I had this vision, this calling. And this is when, you know, I didn't hear the voices or anything either until I had this time. And basically the Noah Aeon came about. So I walked out of that, you know, cave or that dark room and I decided to pretty much, you know, sell all all that I had and move into service. I wanted to do something greater for others. Now, a couple of years later, this is when I lost everything. I lost my marriage. I, you know, I I lost all of the money, all of the, the gain because I was totally on the opposite spectrum of, you know, this growth. And so what happened was, you know, I thought that the spiritual was the good route, but I didn't realize that there is the physical as well. And that, you know, just because you tell universe you want to be in service, it's going to shave it all off because it's going to make sure it aligns you and it integrates you fully. And so what happened was it took me on this journey through lots of darkness. I, you know, got into really bad, uh, you know, lifestyle 
And, you know, I was touring as a DJ and I walked out and I wanted to do this music, but I was in nightclubs, in, in festivals. And, you know, it brought me really, really dark until I finally, you know, had enough, took charge of my life and I integrated, you know, my passion, my purpose and what I call legacy. So my passion is still music and I keep on creating now, you know, frequency sounds on a modern beat. I, um, my purpose is to teach people and workshops how not to go into these extremes. And my legacy is to supporting, helping and building our conscious driven uh, businesses. So that way we have this outlet, this platform that is fully integrated with who I am today. So beautiful and so touching as well. Thank you for sharing all these details. You mentioned before about biohacking and unhacking. And, you know, my people in my audience um, have heard different, different biohackers and different hacks people can do. And I really like this concept of unhacking, right? Because we think we have to take the 20 supplements every day. We have to meditate. Like there's certain routines that we have. And yes, routines do make sense. Like you have your routine of once a week, right? <laughs> Taking your time off. But what are some of the most important things would you say to unhack or to break free from? So there's a great ratio, right? Of educating ourselves and like mm -hmm. getting the right food to understand ourselves. But the understanding is still limited to our today's science or to whatever we, we have learned. Mm -hmm. Now, this is when, you know, the consciousness comes back into the play. Because, you know, I, I've literally done everything when it comes to what the biohacking pathway has been taken on us. I've injected every joint with stem cells. I did, you know, all of the eyes, the cold. If you go to my home, at the machines, I mean, it's like a biohacking lab. I've got and, a few um, myself, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's all awesome and it's all great. But if we're not in touch with this higher aspect of us, then I'll tell you what happened. So first thing for for me, I was overly stressed. So I was doing cold way too much, you know? So it's like a lot of people start doing Wim Hof method and then they do cold all the time, but they don't realize the amount of stressors they were putting on through travel or through meetings, through business, you know, it is not always good to be stressed, but you know, our monkey brain is going to tell us, this is the science. It's good for you. You know, do it every day or whatever. Right. And now again, we're not listening what the body actually needs. And so that would be hack and hack. So it's a dichotomy, right? That I'm talking about. It's like, yes, you do it. Yes, you find it. But there is a limit to everything that you, you know, can take. The next thing was if you have an Epstein bar or if you have a chronic fatigue and you put stem cells in your body, it's going to quantify the pathogens and the, and the negative cells as well. So I did this thing for 80 grand, right? To, to completely change everything. And I've never felt worse the three months after. I had the worst joint pain. I literally did it wrong. And the reason why I'm saying this today is because I don't want you to do the same, uh, whoever's listening, because you've got to ask, you've got to build this inner connection with yourself to know, is this good for me? Is this what I require right now? And same goes for supplements. You know, over supplementing, especially in biohacking, I think is very much happening. And overanalyzing even more so, you know, with technology, with reporting, with tracking, we tend to be so obsessed by, you know, Aura Ring and by, you know, all of these devices. But here's the thing, you know, you use it, you learn it, and then you apply it with your divine calling. Uh, you know, is this what I need? Kind of like heart rate monitor, right? You know, if you are in VO2, you know, when you're in endurance and you use the data to learn about yourself, but then, you ask yourself, you know, you will just feel it. So that's a little bit of unhacking. <laughs> I And I really like that too. And it's really tapping into the higher states of consciousness, trusting yourself. So that was a big piece for me too. And like my limiting belief systems of like, I had to always learn more, do more, ask more people like to make sure, double check, triple check, because, you know, how could I know everything, right? And so... Just sitting with it again and and tapping into trusting oneself and also like, uh, you know, that voice does get louder. So I've thankfully have had that experience over the last years of listening more to intuition and hearing it more often as well. I, I like what you were saying at the beginning about saying thank you, like, you know, being like, OK, thank you for the guidance. Thank you for the intuition um, and being able to tap into that and trust that as well. So 
Um, also such an important point, you know, everyone is optimizing, optimizing. And a lot of the times it's optimizing around us and like our health, but like, how are we optimizing our spiritual practice? How are we optimizing our higher state of self and feeding that and nourishing that and having the time in the calendar, like weekly to really free up space and to check in. I mean, one of the practices I try to do is once a week, do a one hour deep meditation now I've done the TM medita meditation training and I've done a bunch of different things and I have brain tap and all these other wonderful devices and things. But I really find that the gold is after those 40 minutes. And that's probably when you start dropping into theta brainwaves. And that third 40 minutes to 60 minutes is when you really just feel like a whole energetic shift um, that comes through as well. So I think having different practices, but I, I'm going to up my game now after speaking with you, Pavel, <laughs> try and do one digital detox day um, a week uh, and just be super, super present. So thank you for, for all these beautiful advice and knowledge and insights. We all have a masculine and feminine part inside of us, right? And so the masculine is telling us more is better, right? Lengthy times. And let me tell you something, it's all patterning and processes that we've been taught, right? That, that more, more is better. But, you know, especially with meditation, it's really how quickly you can access that state because sometimes five minutes, you know, can do so much more. And I, I'll, I'll show you our, one of our short system reset, our meditations is literally 10, 12 minutes. And you can access some of these states, you know, without having to, you know, take, take forever, right? But what I want to summarize this with, there is this simple, you know, uh, a term. It's the be, do, and have. Now, most people live the opposite. They have to have the right relationships, have the right time, have the right gadgets, have the right partner before they take the right action. And, you know, nowadays we are this, this, this um, society of doers, right? We became such a crazy doers. And then a lot of people don't ever become that thing, the beingness. Now, if you reverse this, you are what you want to be. You think, you say, and make up the action of that being of what you want to express. Then you do the right things, meaning you take the podcast, the education, you know, you learn about things or you take the right steps forward. And then you have the results as a natural flow of law of resonance, as a natural flow of your, you know, being, doing, and having. And so it's a paradigm shift that really makes a huge leap in this world. I love that as well. I heard Terry Crews talk about it once. Um, and I think the book was The Master Key to Riches, um, where they talk about it as well. Like you need to be in order to do, in order to have. And I, I love that paradigm shift around it. Um, because people come and, and, and it's when you start acting from a place of scarcity and fear and making decisions from there, like that never ends up in a good place. And this is stuff I do with my, my discuss with my clients as well. And it's just like tapping into like, what do you love and what do you want to create? And from that level, it's like, okay, well, what are the actions that I take from there? And not from the like, oh, well, what if they, you know, my boss thinks this, or like, I have to do this because I, I'm, you know, don't, I'm worried about doing that. So, well, it's like, no, that's creating from the wrong space. So I love that model. I love the simplicity. I love how you brought it all, all um, brought it all together, Pavel. So really beautiful. If you could live to 150 years old with excellent health, how would you spend your time? It's funny. I, I think I would continue, you know, exploring through these steps that I've in, in, you know, described today. And so what I've noticed, you know, I, I'm not master at anything but the transformation itself. Because the minute we think that we've mastered something, we've lost it all because there is this new unlocking potential that we have. Throughout the life, I want to continue exploring this potential on every level of that me, we be, uh, that you know I live through. And I think for me, I really love uh, more cre creation. So creativity is something that has been you know really buckled down and a lot of people don't think they're they're creative because they don't spend enough time, you know, outside of the doing. But really accessing these states of just, you know, bringing in this new food, this new information, this uh, creation through dance, music, or art. I mean, when we spend time in timelessness, we refuel our emotions. And so, you know, our emotions have been so under, uh, you know, starved 
And so I think having fun and enjoying and traveling and exploring and, you know, building, I, I think uh, that would be amazing. But again, you know, I think things shift too. Once you get older, you might be interested in, in other parts, but I do never want to, you know, get stuck in, you know, slowing down when it comes to uh, this creativity. Well, you're on a very beautiful path and you're growing younger, clearly with the whole <laughs> process too. I think it's when you're in this, when you do what you love and you can tell this by people, you have this passion, you have this energy, um, this youthfulness that just stays forever and ever. So um, we, we can <laughs> tell already you'll be here for a long time. Pavel, what excites you most about the future of health and longevity and well-being over the coming years and beyond? So, you know, I've been working on this project uh, to basically measure um, group coherence and and brain coherence, and so what excites me is actually something that that I I you know what we're bringing to the market, and uh, essentially we're creating something like Peloton for your brain. So right now we were able to figure out a way how to have people in group from anywhere around the world on this little uh, EEG device, this little headband. And we figure out a way that it's 83% accurate, which is actually clinically uh, proven. Accurate. And yeah. you can be, or, or accurate, uh, and you could be moving as well, which has not been done before. So what is coming for me is my goal is to bring 1 million people into a coherent state where we can create a quantum leap, a quantum shift as, as a mankind. So my whole life, everything's been around unity. That's literally the biggest mission I have is how do we unify the world one person at a time through all of these amazing tools. But now we're going to be able to measure it. So my goal is that we literally create classes. So it's a live on demand and courses that you will be able to use with technology. We'll also be able to use it in our events. So when we do retreats, workshops, we'll be able to you know show this in real life. But most importantly, we now know, so we're using a lot of the uh, the state flow uh, algorithms. We're using the, the coherence based on Joe Dispenza. And so we're using all of these amazing things to bring people together into, you know, online or in person and prove and show them in real life, for example, with a trigger of colors or light or sound, how they are hitting the group coherence, not just the person, but the group. And so we don't, you know, rise as a civilization until we stop being me, me, me. You know, what's in this for me? We got to go into the we, 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 because that's what we're made out of. You know, we didn't come here just for the single drop. We came here to experience all of it. Oh, super, super exciting. When is that coming about? What, what's the timeline on that? So in three months, we're going to have the, the, the version that will do it not live. So we're going to have an on-demand version where people are able to take classes, whatever it's breath work, meditation, sound healing, uh, dance, you know, all of that mm -hmm. with the technology. And then in about six to 12 months, we're going to have the live version. We're just working on, we need a lot of, a lot of servers to be able to, yeah. you know, be able to do this, but we, we have it. We now can do it for, you know, 50 plus people. So in classes, no problem. But online, we are still upgrading the, the software. Super, super exciting. So wishing you huge success with that as well. Pavel, for my listeners interested in understanding your work better and what you're up to, where would you direct them to? What websites are following you on social media? Where can they find find out more? Yeah, so uh, noaaon.com, N-O-A-A-O-N, uh, mm -hmm. noaaon official for social media. And then with today, so in the description, we'll send you guys a free on-demand uh, library as well as, uh, you know, if you want to uh, test out any of these, you know, concepts. So that way, you know, you can feel what we're talking about, not just, you know, hear this. <laughs> yeah, perfect. We'll link everything in the show notes for, for everyone as well. So, yeah, so beautiful. Pavel, do you have a final ask or recommendation or any parting thoughts or message for my audience today? You know, I'm so grateful for being here. I'm so grateful for you because I don't think, you know, I always say the, the work that you're doing to open people up you know, to education, which creates motivation, which creates inspiration and has these results as a, as a result of it. It is so important. This vortex of, of new stuff is food that is not media. So kudos to you and thank you for, you know, opening this. And my <laughs> biggest thing is, you know, 
stop being limited. It is time to be limitless. And that starts with you, with your breath, with the power that you can resonate with every interaction. So start seeing the light, the joy, the gifts in everything and everyone. Bravo. Here's to that. Thank you so much, Pavel, for coming on, sharing your joy, sharing your amazing, amazing story and all the work you're doing. And look really forward to having you on, hopefully again, to um, fill us in on, on what you've been doing uh, over the coming months and, and looking back at that. So thank you again so much. Thank you so much. 